Welcome back to Friday Night Hockey. It has been a long time, and I think it's time that we start Season 2. Season 1 was kind of short, but you know what? It's fine. We are going to start Season 2, and it's going to be awesome. Andrew, how are you feeling, buddy? I'm great. I'm buzzing right now to be back. <laughs> Absolute buzzing. <laughs> After Gavin forced a bit of time off. Uh... We're going to put forced in quotes. I don't know if it was really forced. No, it was, but... it was a definite Gavin. Wasn't, for was, sure. wasn't trying to be, but it's all right. It's all right. Well, we're chirping right out of the gate here, boys and girls and whatever you identify as. Uh, <laughs> Friday Night Hockey accepts all. Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm feeling energized. I just had a bunch of Sour Patch Kids, so I'm feeling it. And I'm ready to get into yeah, it. Yeah, Sour Patch Kids that I paid for. Let's just bring that to the table. They were a dollar, and I gave you a dollar. Okay. So. okay, Okay. sure. Anyways. Hockey. Let's get to the news. The NHL has been something this year. As That's just an understatement. Let's be real here. What do you think? Well, I mean, I mean, from all corners, I mean, you look at the not-so-great stuff in, like, the Blackhawks situation or uh, Jack Eichel. He finally just got traded. I don't know if you saw I could I could go on and on about Jack Eichel. You know what? Let me just start off with Jack Eichel. First off, what it seems like now is Jack Eichel just didn't want to be with the Sabres at all. Let's be real here. It just was obvious. And I don't know. His, I, th- I think his goal was to just totally blow off the Sabres so he can get traded to Vegas, and now he can just go gamble and party in Vegas. Well, I think that was the goal all along. I don't know if you saw, but he supposedly, allegedly, told the Sabres if they let him get the surgery he wanted, he would come back and play for them. I find that a little bit hard to I believe. Think that's, I think there's a little, not enough information to that story. But. Yeah, because the way things were going, it seems like there was no way either was going to settle on that. Yeah. And then he gets traded, and that comes out after. Yeah, right. Like, if you're trying to help your case, he would have said that, you know, before he was traded. Yeah, exactly. Let that come out. So, but... I saw a video today of him getting welcomed to Vegas out of the, the limo. Right, with the, all the like the cheerleaders the, and stuff. The band, yes. the cheerleaders, the night was there, chance, <laughs> the mascot that right. still doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> is he a dragon? Uh, he looks like a dragon. God, he's like a lizard or something. Lizard, dragon. Yeah. Why isn't he a knight? No? But they have a knight too. Yeah, if you see the game, the see the, the knight like goes up and like yeah. doesn't go in the ice and he like yeah. puts the little but staff I'm down. About the, you know, plush. Life-size stuffed animal mascot. Like, like, like MSUs. Like the Trojan, yeah, but like so more it, like in a knight form. Yes, it that should be a knight. Be, that would look cool. That would look cool. Michigan State actually lost to Purdue. That was surprising. It did. I mean, we're not a football podcast, but like... <laughs> I, you know, actually, I did go to an MSU uh, hockey game. They did beat... Who did they play? Oh, no. Oh, Miami of Ohio. Uh, that was a good game. Three... Should be three two that they won. People were freaking game. out about that football game because MSU is like top five and Purdue is not even ranked. Last time I checked, we weren't a football podcast. Maybe. Hey, I'm just, <laughs> Friday Night Lights. I'm just adding. I mean, but yeah, Jack Eichel, he's on Vegas. I mean, he's not going to play for them for a while yeah. here. Um, he, when when is he going to start playing for them? Did they say? Uh, I'm not sure if they gave a date. Uh, I, mean, he, I thought it was towards kind of like next year, like beginning of 2022. He's already 25. Are you serious? Yeah. Has it been that long since he first came in the Second league? round pick of the McDavid draft. They've already been in the league for... Holy. feels like yesterday they were just drafted. Yeah. He, so he's getting an artificial disc replacement. Um, oh, so that's right. He's going to have surgery. Then he's going to go play. 
Yeah, right? I okay. I don't know okay. how long it says he's going to be out for, but I mean, hmm. Vegas has been off to a very slow start. They've had some injuries. I yeah, think I've, you know, I'm kind of surprised about that, but I'm not because I feel like this year Vegas, I personally, I just can't stand Vegas anymore. The trades that they made, I just completely I disagree with. I don't they have any cap space. Yeah, I just disagree with every every choices they've made. And it, I mean, clearly it's showing that it's been bad. I mean, so. here's the thing, though. You look at teams like Toronto who can't sign people because yeah. they have so much of their money right. tied up in like four or right. five guys and right. they just signed Morgan Riley to like $7 million oh or something. Yeah. Like they're just limiting everything they can do. Like they got to sign Jack Campbell after this year. I don't know how that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I get he's a nice guy, but I don't know if he's that nice. He wants <laughs> yeah. his money. Yeah, seriously. But you look at Vegas, they're paying Petrangelo like $9 million or whatever. Right. They're playing. That's, they're paying Mark Stone over seven. I'm pretty right, sure. Right. Exactly. Now you're gonna have Jack Eichel's contract, and so, they, like I said, I mean they got lucky because you know they had that unbelievable run the first year. William Carlson suddenly became an all star. Yeah. Right. Out of nowhere, he went from like twenty points a year to I know thirty goals. Yeah, exactly. So they do have you know Carlson, Riley Smith, March or so. They're all on team friendly deals. Yeah. They like they they have a strong lineup, but I just think it drops. Anyway. Well, Chandler Stevenson, he's another guy who's making, like, nothing. Yeah. yeah. They lost Alex Tuck. I think that's going to be an I underrated... That, I think that is the dumbest thing they could have done, is I lose think, Alex Tuck. I, I think, think it's an underrated player. loss for them, mm-hmm. looking at that. They, I agree. They trade everyone they draft. Yeah. They just traded Peyton right. Krebs. He was another first exactly, round pick they man. had. That's what I'm saying. So, their future, they're going to have to start keeping some picks, because they yeah. can't be contenders forever. We've seen how that's yeah, worked out for Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, they won their cups, but then they kept making the playoffs for 15 years and did nothing. Yeah, and exactly. Now they've been rebuilding for five years. <laughs> yeah, how long have they been re- I mean... Granted, their future yeah, looks nasty. Yeah, that Lucas Raymond look, is a stud. They got more say, at they're Cider. Looking, they're looking on the uphill right now. They've got Sebastian Cosa, mm-hmm. the goalie. So their, their future's looking up, but Vegas has to be careful now because they're going to have all this money tied up in a couple guys. Yeah. You're going to struggle to bring other people in and keep the depth of your team that you have. Exactly. Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't know you know, where they're at contract-wise with a lot of those guys named, but there's a potential cap dump coming. And Flurry was a huge part of that, and I think that was also underrated. They thought, <sighs> yeah, you know, I just... They looked at his ice performance, I think, and was like, all right, whatever. And they put him on a short leash, man. Like, they well, gave him, like, one chance. And he... Well, no, I mean, he won the Vesna last year. He was amazing. But... Yeah, but, like, and he's the play... the I mean, by playoff performance. He's, like He's the starter in the playoffs, but and until the Canadian series. But That's what I mean. Even looking at that, I think, you know, he was... He was the guy. Like, that first year, everyone had a That's flurry funny. or a James That's Neal funny. jersey. Well, they got rid of James Neal as quickly as they could. <laughs> yeah, right. So, it was just flurry. He was the guy. Yeah. He was, I like, their he, poster boy. And I think, yeah, poster boy. That's what mm-hmm. I was looking for. And he's the motor, he was the motor of that team more than people realize. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, we'll see. They're going to be deadly when Zyko is in the lineup. That's going to be nasty. I I don't know. I feel like we'll see. I personally don't like Eichel. I don't. I feel like he's just not that good of a player. Well, I mean, everybody thinks he's insane. I've been I've been told multiple times I'm stupid, but that's a that's just take. that's a hot take that I have. But well, I don't know. I I think that's gonna be dangerous. 
It's I'm not also, saying he won't be good, but like I just I'm, don't think he's going to live up to the potential that everybody says he will. I'm more curious to see how the chemistry is because right, yeah. that Stevenson Pacioretty uh, Stone line, mm-hmm. that's been their line. Obviously, the right. Marcheseau, right. Riley, Smith, and uh, Carlson line, that's been crazy good too. Mm-hmm. But uh, w- I don't think that line's going to break out because that's been the line since day one. Yeah, they gotta I be careful. And I see Stevenson getting moved because Eichel's the number one center. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Stevenson. Yeah. That's been the question with Vegas. That oh, no center depth. I yeah. I think Stevenson on a good team is probably a third line center. So mm-hmm. now he'll be in the right spot. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. Right. He's also been playing with two really good players. Yeah, and I, honestly, I feel like what line you are isn't really doesn't really matter. It just, just matters how you perform. It just yeah. not. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's just a number. Well, and you see plenty of teams on any given night, anyone can be starting. Exactly. I mean, Patrick exactly. Patrick Kane's been on the, I'll look to the camera here for the YouTube years, <laughs> second line winner. <laughs> yeah, second line. And he just re- yeah. got his thousandth, one hundredth point in the NHL. I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, so he, you know, all the teams do it differently, but I don't know, maybe this will turn around their slow start. We'll see. I mean, yeah. losing Alex Tuck doesn't help, but... Yeah, I'm disappointed about that. Um, I I honestly love Alex Tuck, so. Well, and they're not the sad. only team getting off to a relatively slow start. Mm. Colorado has. Yeah, what's what's up with the abs, man? My abs. <laughs> Your abs. Just, I mean, okay, we yeah, we don't have Devontae's to start the season. Well, he comes back and we lose. <laughs> but, so but granted, he comes back, Makar is now. And he, you know, everyone's, yeah. oh, he's not good defensively. Well, no, he... I'd rather have Kale McCarr in my lineup than Ryan Murray. Yeah, playing no, oh, easily, easily. Or Jack Johnson, although he hasn't been awful. But also Curtis McDermott, that just, I don't even want to talk about that. He shouldn't even be in the NHL, not an NHL player. But <laughs> it's Malcolm there, there's been some big issues up front. And I, over the offseason, I said, we're going to miss Brandon Saad more than all these Avs fans think we will. They're like, oh, you know, Sample Ranta or uh, Alex Newhook are just going to slot into his place and do what he did. Yeah. You can't take away two Stanley Cups of experience. No, you can't no, take away just he's been in the league a while. Yeah, exactly. He's almost thirty years. He's, he's, he he's a vet, he's got Stanley Cup experience. Like that's he, a lot. He can still score twenty goals. He can goals. still score like So I knew that value. loss was gonna be it's a big loss. Bigger than what people thought mm-hmm. it would be. Yeah. Also everyone threw Ryan Graves out the window with that trade. And I said again Ryan right. Gray he is a, way more important than people gave him He is for. a great player. He was the only big body we had back there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Eric Johnson's going to come back. Okay, but Eric Johnson's not 6'5". Yeah, exactly. And Ryan Graves could move the puck at 6'5". And yeah. in my opinion, he's one of the best penalty-killing defensemen in the league. I don't care what advanced stats say. Mm-hmm. I watched the games. He could kill penalties better than anyone else on the Avalanche roster Yeah, as a defenseman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like... And, you know, all these fans, you know, I listen to what they're saying. They're banking on all these guys stepping up and getting called up. And I'm yeah, like... But you can't bank. you got to, like, trust on yeah. what you got. You can't you, hope for you're something. Asking, what you're asking Alex Newhook or Ranta to do or some of those other AHL, like Logan O'Connor, you're asking them to fill a role that requires 10-plus years of experience, and they're all rookies. Exactly. And you're asking, you know... 
the something big that people talk about every year. A lot of rookies will get hurt their first year, right? They bounced around, yeah, and then they gain because it's 15, a new experience. Yeah, it's then they gain experience. fifteen pounds the off season, mm-hmm. and then they win the Calder, right, right, or whatever. Because you look at Bowen Byram, he was hurt all last year. Mm-hmm. Now he's honestly, yeah, I exactly. think he's in the running for the Calder. He's yeah. outplayed McCarr a large right. amount of this season. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just want to say something. So like. When rookies come in, like, they need to get their feet wet. Like, they got to experience, okay, this is really what the pros are like. Like, your first year is not going to be like, oh, I'm just going to score, like, 50 goals like I did in freaking, um, what's it called, college hockey. It's so much different. So you got to get used to that first and then. Yeah, so I think the expectations put on the youth this year were unrealistic. And I agree. They, at the last second, jumped on all these veteran defensemen, scrambling, realizing... Well, if we don't, our decor is all like Devon, it's Devontae's, Eric Johnson, and a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. Which isn't going to work. Yeah. And offensively, you know, people say McKinnon's the best player in the NHL. He's not playing like it. Yeah. Yeah. There are, I haven't seen I, much from him. He's been invisible. He's going games without points. He's yeah. going games, and you know what? You can't expect somebody to get a point every game. No, it's but it's, a, it's point, a hard task to do. But he's a point of game player in the NHL, and he's not doing that. Right. Rantanen, he's been good. He mm-hmm. he was out uh, recently, but Rantanen was back to his old form, his old ways. Yeah. Like to see Landeskog get a bit, get the motor going there. Yeah, right. Um, Kadri, I think he's super overrated. Oh, 100%. He's not a second line Oh, my gosh, anymore. yeah. Uh, even they, even when he was in t- at the Leafs, he was, I think he was awesome. Um, he but, was then. But yeah. Now, I I was a big proponent that they should have tried to get Sam Reinhart instead of him. But that didn't happen. Granted, yeah. JT Comfort has like nine points in 11 games right now. So wherever that came from, shout out to the <laughs> Illinois guy. Let's keep it going, right? <laughs> I, looked, I was looking at Tyson Joe's elite prospects last night. Yeah. And I realized that in, like, U18 AAA, he had, like, oh. 110 points in, like, 40 games. So I was like, where did this go? I noticed Jeez. that he only played in college for one year and then went to the NHL. Yeah. He didn't play in the AHL at all. That's that's nuts. I he, mean, like... No, so... It's, like, he, almost two points a game, if you yeah, think about it. Yeah, but he that's ruined nuts. his development. Like, now everyone's like, oh, well, he's a 10th overall pick. Why isn't he producing? Well, they yeah. they didn't develop him. They yeah, took exactly. him right into the NHL exactly. and expected him to be an NHL player. And yeah. I'm hoping, I'm praying he's like McKinnon because McKinnon took like five years to get to yeah, where he is right. now. Maybe Jost will do that, or he's a bust, and that sucks. I'd hope not. But yeah, this, there's so much potential there. Not to focus on my biased team too much, but that. They've struggled, and there's a lot of unrealistic there's... expectations, in my opinion. We don't have a backup goalie. like yeah, It's a solid one. Yeah. Well, I... and even when Francis is healthy, he's not that good. So, <laughs> get a backup goalie, get a second-line center, and get depth scoring, because we also lost non-scoring in the expansion. That was a big loss, too. Yeah. Um, but I'm... I just feel like there's so many teams right now that are like that. Like, well, this year, just a lot of teams are struggling with... The same stuff that the abs are. So well, Tampa's turning it around. There, Kucherov's done. We'll see what kind of shenanigans speaking they of the, pull this speaking year. Speaking of the Florida teams, what are your thoughts on the Panthers now that um Quinto's now out? that they're ten zero and one? Well, well, I'm just even though they're undefeated, 
what, what do you think without Quinville? What do you think will happen? Do you think it will really change much? I like, think a lot of people think they're going to bring in Tortorella. I yeah. don't think that's going to happen because it, of Bobrovsky. Yeah. Plus, it's well known over time. It's known now. Tortorella comes in and pushes his style of play yeah. no matter who is on the roster. That used to be how it was. It doesn't Co- work co- now. Coaches had their style of play, and you either fit that or you didn't, and you were gone. Yeah. Now, it's becoming a bit more of a player's league. Right. And you look at guys, there are a couple people in Florida. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if Wenberg's there. He might have gotten sent to Seattle in yeah. the expansion. But I can look it up, but... then you have Duclair's there. Mm-hmm. He did not work in Tortorella's system. Yeah. Bobrovsky was a Vesna guy there. Right. But he's just starting to figure it out in Florida. He's having an unreal start yeah. to the season. Oh, well, as you can after, tell, 10 and 0. <laughs> after struggling the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. I don't think he wants Torch to come in. He's like he's going to be like Look, I yeah. worked up to this. Why would you now He's going to pull an Eichel, man. He's going to pull yeah. an Eichel. <laughs> I and I honestly I don't blame him for oh, that. I need so. groin surgery. I'm not <laughs> playing. <laughs> no, but uh and they got Spencer Knight there. Yes. Who's, who's had success. So, for them to change styles completely doesn't make sense to me, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think they might just stick with Andrew Burnett as the head coach. They could. I'm just curious because I feel like everyone rides the whole Quinbo train saying he carries teams to the cup, and I'm just curious on how they're going to react with him. Apparently not the best person, but a great coach. You can't deny what he's done as a coach in the league. Right. But I... I don't know. I don't think they mess with too much with the way they're playing. I mean, you can't. And you look at... I mean, and the thing is, a coach doesn't make the team. It's the players that really yeah, do it. The coach can, just gives them the tools to get it done. You, so You can tell people to do whatever you want, but they have to actually go out and do it. Exactly. So, exactly. So, and then I, you, you might not do anything. You look at second place in the NHL. The Carolina, Carolina and Edmonton are tied, but speaking about Carolina, you know... They've had some success here and there. They've had yeah. some rough patches. Right. The constant has been their coach, Rod Brindamore. Yes. And they made some goaltending changes that a lot of people didn't agree with this year with getting rid of Nadelkovich for, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, I don't think they're too, too worried <laughs> yeah, about your that. On that one. <laughs> I don't think they're too worried about that because Freddie Anderson is outplaying Vasilevsky right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, I, I haven't watched too much of Carolina, so I don't want to, you know, say anything I don't really know about. But Freddie's been unreal. Um, Edmonton doesn't. They talk about getting a better goalie, but they don't need it. They have Connor McDavid yeah. to play goalie for them. <laughs> Connor McDavid plays center, wing, D, and goalie. Bro. Yeah, he does because it all. when you have Miko Koskinen, the not best goalie in the NHL. <laughs> And he gives up five goals a game. Connor McDavid's gonna make sure he he's gonna six. he's gonna score six, and it's gonna be all good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. they're they're not too worried. <laughs> How Calgary is fourth in the league? That doesn't make sense to me. They suck on paper. I don't know, but it's, this plays I've seen them make not been bad. They've been making some. Yeah, I mean been, they they've I mean, been getting it done. They well. I guess if you keep it on the goalies, Jacob Markstrom's been making some highlight reels. Yeah, saves. exactly, man. And sticking with Western Canada for the third team in a row, I don't know if you've seen the two saves Demko's had recently. I don't know if I have. Did you see the one? So Demko, something happened with a scrum in front of the net. His blocker mm-hmm. came off. It was in the net. Oh, my 
And then he didn't have a stick. His stick was in the net with his Jeez, blocker. Man. He stopped Panarin without his uh, glove without a on. blocker. Yeah, and Shane uh, was plugged to Angle Magazine. They spoke with him, and he said he actually like purposely played off Angle so that yeah. Panarin like wouldn't shoot there, and then he like hit his hand. That's so he was like thinking about that. And yeah. To play. Yeah. And then he made this ridiculous scorpion save too. Uh, <laughs> That's nuts. Without his glove on, and then last night, he's completely out of a play on like a two on one, and he just turns around with the paddle and like on the goal oh line gosh. in midair. So he's he's having a hot start too. I mean, at least highlight wise. Yeah. Right. He's, he's making the ones he should too. Give I guess. Give it to him, man. We'll give it to him. But, I mean, yeah, just like you said, the league's off to a strange start. <laughs> Very mean, strange. When I'm looking at the bottom of the league, I mean, Montre- Hawks. Montreal, I didn't expect them to be this bad, but they Where also... Where are they at? Where are they at? Uh, right above 30th. the Hawks. Right above the Hawks. Ooh, the Hawks. You know... Here... their second win last night. That's a big deal here. Yeah, in overtime. Hey, it was because Flurry's new mask. That was why. He didn't even play. Here's the problem. Here, I love Flurry. I've always been a Flurry fan since he played at Penns, and then I was a fan of Vegas because he went to Vegas. But he just does not want to be in Chicago. It's so obvious in the way he plays and so obvious in the way he acts. And that's what frustrates me. Like, I just feel like when I see him, like, square up to shots or I see his effort sliding from post to post, he just does not show that enthusiasm and, like, energy as he did in vegas and i don't know if you see that but i just have noticed that and the say and the goals that have been scored on him I just, I, I, it's a lot of bad ones and i know he does not make those let those in in a normal situation you know what i mean I mean, there's that there's also he's you know when was the last time he had a bad defense in front of him like that's you know he, yeah that's something was, you gotta take into consideration he too. was with, yeah. in, in pittsburgh he hasn't been. He wasn't on a bad Pittsburgh no. team his last like seven exactly. years. There. Yeah, you're you're like, completely he's right. He's on cup cup contending teams yeah. every year. Right. Um. Then he goes to Vegas, cup contending team every year with one of the best decors in the league. Yeah. Then he comes to Chicago, struggling team, struggling defense. Yeah. To me, he seems again biased opinion, so I'm gonna relate to it. Yeah. He seems, you know, he plays a very unorthodox style, very athletic. Yes, very yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. If we remember back to 2012 for a second, okay. Jonathan Quick was the same way. Right. He, yeah. His body can't do it anymore. <laughs> but his team was was scoring like two or less goals a game. Yeah. And his goals against average were under two because his team was winning all these games like exactly. two to one. Yeah. So. Something you have to take into consideration though, 2012 and 2014 his, his their team defense was great in front of him. Like yeah. he had a lot of help. Right. So those highlight reel saves, you know, were due to were due to you know the defense are still helping with that. Yeah. And then those are what you see. It you see the two percent of the hundred percent of saves they make. You yeah. See the two percent on Sports Center. Yeah. But it seems the same to me in that mm-hmm. you know flurry style works in an environment with strong defense. Right. And same thing with Quick. Quick has excelled every year. His team has played decent defense in yeah. front of him, and then when they haven't, he's not looked good. Yeah. I think the same thing will happen with Vasilevsky over time. He plays athletic, right? and it doesn't work with struggling teams. Mm-hmm. But he's got four top two defensemen on his team and a great team in front of that. Right. And then you look 
Bobrovsky plays in Columbus. Very strong defensive environment. Mm-hmm. He's, he excels. He wins Vesnas. Right. You put him in an offensive environment with not a strong team defense, he struggles for a few years until he can acclimate to that. Yeah. And I just feel like if you see your defense, like they're doing everything they can to get the pucks out and they're working, they're they're blocking shots, they're doing all this, then that gets you going. You're like, oh, shoot. Hey, I want to be doing that to help back up my team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of it comes down to, I don't know, like team camaraderie. I don't know if team camaraderie is the right word, but like something like you just – uh, you see the player in front of you doing stuff to help you, so you want to do the stuff to help mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and no, that's just not there for the Hawks because you know he you get you get players getting walked all the time. It's like what the mm-hmm. you know getting left out to dry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't think he's here at the end of the trade deadline. I think he gets moved to a contender and. But where? Like I don't. I just I he's been traded like a lot in the past. Well, part of the issue is his salary because he's making like seven mil. Yeah, that's no, an no issue. No contending team will want that unless <clears throat> Tampa <laughs> uh, might might be like fourteen over the salary cap again, and half of the fourteen will be right. flurry. <laughs> um, Something to think about, but uh, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if he'll be. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I just don't know if he'll be traded because I mean, Hawks well, do need a good goalie, regardless well, of if the Hawks aren't going to make the playoffs, and by the deadline, you can tell. Like who's, yeah, who's right. In, who's oh, yeah, 100%. I could see them. Flores only got this year left on his contract. so Right, that's why, true. He's why, only got one year. Why doesn't Chicago... Try to know, use him as leverage they, for something they, they trade for something, and they retain half or so of his salary just for the rest of the year. Yeah. They can use that salary retention to get something extra. Like, say you're trading him to Colorado, and, right. and yeah. you retain five of the seven million, yeah. which is a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You say to Colorado, who really wants Flurry, you go, well, we'll give you Flurry, and in exchange for Flurry, we want a second round pick, and then, but if we're gonna retain that five million, we want a first, because you know Uh, Colorado can't have him unless you retain that five million. Yeah. That could be a smart play for them to get another pick. It's true. Or I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a good point. So they, I don't know. He'll be useful to them. But not in, by playing. For yeah, them. I agree. I just it disappoints me because like he's playing for my hometown and just it's not working. It's not working, and I just it might knew. be his pads. Yeah, not no, a fan of the pads. Yeah, the, the yeah, they, they looked cool in pictures at first, but, but they just do them. not look good. Nice. But the problem is like I was excited, but I'm like when I saw the news that Flurry would be playing for hogs so are just like it's just not gonna work there's just no way and clearly he, he i wasn't needs, wrong he needs an all-star team in front he of does him he, he's just one of those players he but it's whatever and then at the very bottom of the standings with three points this year the yotes give it up for the coyotes the yotes <laughs> that's that's just a, a dumpster fire <laughs> you know what? I, I mean, what what is there to talk about? What what more do I say about it other than is they there, suck? I yeah. mean, they are terrible. <laughs> I don't even, yeah, I have no words. I don't have any words for them. Like, I mean, what do you say? They Clay, suck. Clayton Keller is like their guy. Yeah, he's probably a second liner on most teams. <laughs> I I don't want to laugh because like I mean I feel bad, but like I don't really know what to say. Like. This. They got how 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 can they get it together? Like, obviously this is not their year, but 
You know, we got we got to think of ways that how can they kind of bring it back to where they need to be. You know what I think this is gonna come from. What they okay so. They had Ronta and Kemper before, which I thought was, you know, those they kept getting hurt because yeah. they were seeing 50 million shots a game because yeah. their team sucked. But right, right. That could have been one of the better uh, tandems in the league. Ronta, like, Ronta before he kept getting hurt was good. Yeah. Like, no, people I had agree. him in high I regard. Agree. Yeah, he was. Kemper, people still said he's like a Vesna caliber guy with healthy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. They get rid of them and get Carter Hutton. As the solution, who just apparently is now the goalie for all bad teams. He goes from the Sabres <laughs> to the Coyotes by choice. Free agent. By choice. My guy picked the Coyotes, who traded everything so, they had. That's a that's a ballsy choice. That's a ballsy it's choice. It's a terrible choice, is what it is. <laughs> wow. We gotta think think about in his mind what he's trying to do. That's what we gotta think about. Well, then they sign. Uh, who knows who he is? Carol Vamelka, I think is how you say his last name. Yeah, the J is silent. Yeah. He's 25 years old. No clue where he played before. It doesn't really matter. He's from the doesn't really matter. He's played 10 games. He's gotten pulled twice, including he got pulled in their only win of the season, believe it or not. Funny how that works. So this team that has won a single game, and I don't really know how to find all the stats because I'm a noob, but... yeah. If I found their goals for and goals against, it'd be drastically different. He is 0-7-1 with a 9-13 save percentage. The silence speaks. The silence speaks. His I'd... save percentage oh. puts him, like, as a... If you compare to other rookie goalies, he's, like, one of the best. How does that work? <laughs> like, and what? he's got a two point eight four goals against, which is not very good, but his save percentage is nine thirteen. That's just not. That's not like top tier, but that's that's still not bad. Pretty close. Like, yeah, that's pretty good for a one win team right now. Yeah, it's and pretty good. He was he allowed two goals on two shots against Seattle. They pulled him, and then they scored like five straight or something. Yeah. On. Yours truly, Philip Grubauer. We don't miss him in Colorado. Um, and they won. So I I think if they're looking somewhere to you know to build off of this goalie, you know, I know he's got to prove it over time, but so far he could be a bit of a solution for them in that. He has the what what is it called like raw talent, right? That could I if, guess. if if done correctly could be something. I mean. That if I'm looking work. at that and I'm in Arizona, I'm like, all right, let's build around this guy. We got nothing else to lose. Build a defense right. that works to how he plays. Yeah. And I agree. I agree. I think definitely can be lethal if used, if done correctly. Oh my god, this roster is just. Yeah, I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> I know. I know. Th- oh, Chick. I mean, Chickren's underperforming, which is kind of hard to overperform and. This you know, the thing is, I haven't watched a Coyotes game, but I just, I'm curious to see how their chemistry is with each other. Because I wonder I if that, I wonder, I want, I like, I wonder if it's a chemistry thing or if it's just, know. they just, just don't want to play. Like, what's the issue? They, I mean, the one team that never has made sense to me is the Blue Jackets because they're always in like the playoff conversation with like yeah, I don't one star I, player. I don't understand the Blue Jackets. And, like, you look at their roster, okay, they have 
Let's see. Line A, pretty decent. Line A is good. Voracek's, you know, a bit washed up, but he's he's a, not, he's a serviceable he's top six yeah, forward, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. Um, then you got Wierenski. He's obviously one of the better D in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Bean's turning out to be pretty good. And then they just... This this first-round pick from this year, Sillinger, he's sick. I haven't seen him play. Sillinger, is he really good? He's, yeah, he's all over. Let's okay. see. Um, yeah, he, well, let's, he's see, let's hear his points. Six points in ten games. That's pretty good. As a rookie. That, that is solid got, as a rookie. He's got four goals. That's awesome. He's a big boy. Yeah. What's 6'2", 203. He's big, and he puts the puck in the net. That's pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah. Then, obviously, line A is... Line A is line A. Do, I don't think we need to go more on him. <laughs> they got the young guy, Alex Texier. He's He could be something for them. They got Jack Roslevic. Um And then, Albert Bjorkstrand's like a quiet, sneaky good player. He's over a point yeah. per game right now. 13, really? 13 points in 10 games. How many goals? Goals and apples? Five. Five goals, eight assists. That's pretty good. That's solid, man. How old is he? He's 26. That's pretty sneaky. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I Five goals and eight assists yeah, is had, really good. Last year in the 56-game shortened season, he had 44 points. Granted, he was minus 15. So not great defensively. Yeah, but, but he still puts the puck in the net. So, yeah, so that's he, something. He's a sneaky guy there. Yeah. But other than, like, they have those couple big names, and they just have nobody. Yeah, and, like, and they've always been like that. I, they've, they've been like that, like, every year. Yeah, dude. well, that's why it was so huge. The year they had, what, Duchesne and yeah. um, they lost a couple other guys. Oh, was that the year they had Panarin as well still? Yes, 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 right. So, like, they always have, like, one or two guys, and then mm-hmm. nobody else, and they always are in the playoff picture. I don't get it. I, like, the Coyotes need to be like them. They were, take some notes. I, yeah, I, I think that's the thing to talk about is, like, how can the Coyotes be like the Blue Jackets? Although, that's the big thing. I think part of it, too, with the Blue Jackets, they're a very bonded group. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like they, I, I swear, chemistry is, like, everything. It's important. Like, they always seemed kind of like a tight-knit group. Mm-hmm. Like, you saw Mertz-Leakins and Felino always had, like, that jump hug at the end of every game. Right, and just right. seemed very tight-knit. Then the whole Matisse-Kivlenix thing happened, and they just seemed really close. Yeah. And they have some personality, like, Mm-hmm. Line's got some flair with the purple suit with the Line black A. turtleneck Line and the A. glasses. <laughs> and Merzlikens, he had, he got this new set of pads today. It's all over Instagram. They're like all blue mm-hmm. with navy and like cream to go with their alternate jerseys and they're sick. Like and he, he's kinda had that style the last couple of years. He's had the uh Columbus skyline pads and stuff. Yeah. Like he's had he's and they're talking about a suit game now. Like he's got personality. See that... my suit game, dude. My my game day style. Yeah, the unmatched. one black suit with the white unmatched. shirt. It's just it's just not that, but it's it's fine. But like they have personality to them. They yeah. have some life in there. Mm-hmm. You look at these other struggling teams: Arizona, Chicago. Yeah. There's no, you don't see that. There's you don't no see personality. That. There's yeah. nothing. And I think the big thing about teams is it's yeah you're a team and you're there to do hockey but you need you need to be like a family like every like it can't just you can't just be doing your job if you just do a job then it's not fun you got to be you got to make it fun you got to make it enjoyable and like find a way to come together as like a family yeah that's a big thing i think that the teams that are winning right now that's the reason why they're winning because they're so bonded with that goal 
Make David's goal. I mean, what what is there to say? Are you surprised about that? Like, uh, the I expect is, that from is, him. Is sneakily forgetting about the play and being forgotten because everyone's looking at. I mean, really, not just as the goalie, but as any of them. What do you do when you see that? Like, how does that even happen? It's one of those things where it's like you make all those moves and like you just have to score. I mean, you know I, mean? I just Georgiev seemed to go down early, but as a goalie, like knowing, like sometimes a guy just makes a move and you just bite on it, like, and the it's fact that it hard. happened after all that, like, oh well for him. Yeah. But I kind of and correct me if I'm wrong because I've never defended people like that or whatever. Yeah. Right. As a player. Mm-hmm. What's up? But. Like, why don't you all just collapse on him at the same time? Like, it almost seemed like, you know, you know, in a movie when you look at the bad guys and they all one by one go up to try to yeah. push the guy when yeah. they could no. just all shoot him at the same time. I, like, if I had the answer, I'd tell you, but like, I don't think I've, I mean, I'm not trying to like brag and say I'm like sick, but I don't think I've ever had that moment where somebody just walked through all of us. Sometimes, like, when you, when you go at a guy, the, the, he has that confidence where he's like, okay, this guy's coming at me. He's he's already going, so where am I going to put the puck where it's open? Because they're not thinking about the puck. They're just thinking about get this guy off. So the more that that happened, they're like, oh, shoot. Everyone, everyone goes in panic mode. They don't even think. And I think that's what happened with them. Hmm. One guy gets freaking just yangled, and then everyone goes into panic mode. Oh, shoot. We got to stop him. It's yeah. McDavid. We got to stop him. And then everyone's out of position. And then, well, and people forget the basics of that stuff. Like, exactly. Just separate him from the puck. Exactly. You don't and, have to drill him. You don't right. have to get a precise poke check. You just have to separate him from the puck. Just get yeah. in his way. And speaking of that, so we were in a game yesterday, um, and it was like a minute left, and I went to step up on this kid, and he like chipped it up over my stick and kind of just like dodged my hit in a way. But the puck was loose there, and my defenseman, I'm not going to name his name, but... He backed off of it instead of coming at him. Mm-hmm. So it gave the kid time and space. So when the kid grabbed it, then he came to like, he went into panic mode, right? And he comes to try to get it and he, he's already winded up and he shoots it and he just goes top shelf over a goalie that tie it up. So it's something like that. Like sometimes you see someone, oh shoot, like they got around him. Well, what do I do? And then you're in panic mm-hmm. mode and Cause and I, that gives the other player all the confidence. Because I was just watching. I'm like, why don't they just all go at him at the same time? Exactly. Like, they're just, like, taking turns, swinging Yeah, see, like, you can, and, and you get caught watching. Like, you're watching, yeah. like, oh, he's going to, he's got this, he's got this. Oh, shoot, he doesn't have this. Like, oh. Yeah, you, know? you can definitely see the back checkers. Where That's what they're I mean. They're starting to glide, and then they're yeah. like, oh. But see, that, and I know I've been caught with that, too. Like, I've watched them. I'm like, oh, my defense got this. I'm going to play off a little bit. So when he poke checks it, I'm going to curl out and then he doesn't get it i'm like oh well great like i'm screwed now but yeah well the rangers uh are we gonna get into the rangers i mean they're they're in eighth place in the league so i don't think they're too worried about one goal even though they lost that game it's all right i mean I'm it happened sure that stuff too. happens i mean i'm not gonna you can't really blame that i mean things just happen breakdowns happen it is what it is i, I i'm not gonna really said that the defense should have totally woken up a little bit. I mean, everyone has their mistakes, and turns out that was just a highlight real mistake. <laughs> well, imagine he does all that and then just like misses the net or something, or but like I, loses you know what's the funny. Puck. I feel like that happens so much, and just it just doesn't get talked about. Like that would have been honestly 
from the goalie side of things. That would have been really funny I if he know. did all that and like lost the puck or like ripped it over I the know. net or. Like but I feel like that just happens so much, but it just doesn't get talked about. Well, because then it's not a highlight it's not a highlight reel. It's, it's just yeah, nobody cares about that. They want you got you got to bury you got to bury. There's got to be a finish. Well, I just I want to briefly touch on the Toronto fans this year. Yeah, let's wrap it up I, with the Toronto fans. I man. love Toronto fans. They are hilarious. <laughs> they freak out about everything. <laughs> and for anyone who listens to Spit and Chicklets as well or follows their social media, Ryan Whitney said the Sabres and Leafs have the same chances of winning the Stanley Cup this year. Hmm. Which is so true. Hmm. It doesn't matter. They'll lose in the first round. I'm calling it now. I don't. They can. They... I don't want to say that because I will. I want them to surprise me. I really do. Like I have my fingers crossed that they do something there... special. Because I. I hope. That I want them to. I love. There's the a Leafs. higher chance of the divisions getting realigned and the Blackhawks playing them in the first round after coming back from this terrible start, and the Hawks will still beat them in the first round. That's what there's a higher chance of than the Leafs winning the cup this year. I really hope that's not true. I mean, we but, we got to check the Vegas odds on I mean, the were, Leafs winning the cup. They were like 500 at the beginning of this year or something, and their fans were freaking out. They're like, <laughs> sell the team, trade Nylander, get rid of this guy, don't re-sign Riley, <laughs> we need a new goalie. Like, everything. They're a oh 500 team, and then they were winning, and they were still freaking out. I'm like, what <laughs> You guys have a great team. You're not going to win the cup because your jersey says Toronto Maple Leafs. It's just bad luck. It's a bad omen. Yeah, but the like the way they just flip out about everything is really funny to me because it's not a big deal. Like yeah, all like we talked about at the beginning, all these good teams that are having slow starts. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like I know it's just it's the beginning of the season, so really, does the slow start matter? Although, eh. looking at this now, as far of like. As far as teams that were like playoff locks last year or like our contenders, Colorado's the worst. They're four, five, and one, yeah. and they're twenty seventh in the league. Hundred percent. Boston's five and four, but they had Boston a lot of changes. There. Has been surprising me. I'm surprised they're that low. I thought well, they were. I thought they were a pretty strong team. No Rask. Didn't make sense to me, but yes. no Rask. Yes, that's something that's can change. No Krejci. Yeah. So they've had some changes. So they have. So I'll, I'll give. I guess I can give them the benefit of the doubt in a sense. I never but. thought Dallas was that good. The last two, no. the both teams no. that have lost to Tampa had miracle runs. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I love Dallas. I think they're an awesome team, but there's not a playoff strong team. Then was Vancouver in the playoffs last year? The Knocks were they? I don't know. Or maybe I, they were close. I thought they were. They were close I, at least. I swear, maybe. They, but mm. but when you look at like certified contenders, it's mm-hmm. Colorado, Boston, I, I don't know what you would call Pittsburgh, but Vegas. Pittsburgh's always been in the playoffs. Rather, I mean, well, have they got if they've gone far, that doesn't and matter. And Pittsburgh's been without Crosby this and, year. And yeah, Malkin, I believe, right? Is Malkin? I think Malkin's been out too. I believe he has. Don't call me on that. But and I Tristan Jarvis, their starting goalie. So that's they're already Dude, the goalie problems with Pittsburgh. I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all, but oh, ever Jari, since Jari was off to a hot start, ever this since Flurry left the Penguins, we have just not liked goalies anymore, in, in yeah. my opinion. Well, but we're not going to get into that conversation today. I just, I think it's. I mean, well, I guess here's where I'm surprised. If the playoffs started today, 
The Islanders are out. Vegas is out. Pittsburgh's out. Boston's out. Colorado's Big out. teams are out. That's impressive. Again, That's impressive. if the playoffs started today, I know I'm not looking at this by division, which I should be. Yeah. But just looking at the top 16 teams in the league, because I think that's how it should be. Yeah, right. San Jose is in. Anaheim's in. Anaheim's in. Anaheim's in. That's impressive. But wait, there's more. Detroit is in. I Dude, I'm telling you, don't sleep on Detroit this year. They're doing some big things. Like we talked about earlier, the Jackets would be in. Right. but And the Flyers would be in. So those are like my five and five. Gritty. Gritty. Yeah, because <laughs> the Flyers were... Oh, and Calgary. So there's like six Calgary. teams I, and, but I think, okay. And the Predators are, are 17th. Preds are like, out. It's yeah, just, right. I, but here's the thing. I think Calgary, I know they're like a surprising start-off good team. But I think they're going to be pretty strong this year. That's my hot take. I think they will keep this. It's not going to be just a one-hit wonder kind of thing. And they're going to go down. But I'm going to put some water on your hot take. You're going to cool it, you're off cool here. it down? What's your, what's your comeback here? freeze it. What's your um, counter? What's your counter? refrigerator. Uh, they struggle with continuing success that's what i mean so i don't think I, it's gonna last i, I think feel like i think they're gonna change it up and i think they're gonna keep it this year but that's a hot take i know there's a little bit of arguments on that one but i i have my bets i have my vegas bets on calgary keeping i mean not top five but i don't staying they, strong i don't think they sustain a playoff spot throughout the season we'll see because like we just had those like five teams but who says those five teams will We'll get up there. I know, but I think Colorado, Vegas, I want to say Pittsburgh before I say Boston. I yeah. think they'll all end up around or in the playoffs. I, I can confidently I, I say. I can agree with you on that. I can agree with you on that. So I also, well, no, Seattle's going to be bad. I, I don't think Seattle is going to do anything this year. We and barely have talked about them and they're the new I, team. We, yeah, we're going to have to cover them on a whole new episode because I, Seattle's just – I think Seattle should just be a whole episode in itself. Well, I think just to briefly touch on it, Yeah. I think they are really regretting not taking some of those big names they could have. I agree. I think they I think they kind of sold on the fact that they took a kind – a lot of – I don't want to say unknown, but kind of unknown players. They shouldn't have saved their money for Grubauer. I, yeah, I think <laughs> I agree. I if I was I forget what his name is. He used to be with the Hurricanes. If I'm the GM, got my list of you know protected players. Yeah, I said, wow, Carey Price is available, ten million dollars, <sighs> but good yeah. every year. Right. How, how old is Carey Price right now? He's maybe 32, 33. So that's not that bad. They can use him to get a good start, I feel like. It's not like he's got seven years left on his contract. Right, so it could be a short contract. I'm taking I, yeah, I'm taking yeah. Carey Price. I know, he's, been... I know he's $10 million, but I'm taking Carey Price because right. it's Carey Price. And it you're is, getting Carey Price. <laughs> it's Carey Price. You can't go wrong with Carey Price. I probably would have taken Tarasenko. Yeah. He's yeah. on a revenge tour. I right agree, now. and I'm, I'm surprised that wasn't an option. He's on an absolute revenge tour right now. Yeah. Um, I can't think of all the names that were available, but there were some other ones. Yeah. Well, well, we'll cover it. Well, next episode, we'll do a whole Seattle They're, breakdown. Seattle's probably wishing they took Comfort instead of Don Square from the Avalanche based on this year, but just, I don't know. They, they were like so afraid to spend money. I, it, which is and, weird. And then they spend $6 million on granted a Vesna candidate goalie, but with the best team in the league. Like, I just, I don't understand that comparison. Because 
it's it's price putting up price numbers in the playoffs on, yeah. on the Canadians who are not that great. Exactly. Versus Grubauer putting up Vesna numbers with arguably the best team in the league or something. Yeah, best. exactly. So I that just doesn't compare to me. It, no, it doesn't. I think I mean price was good with a bad team. Mm-hmm. And or, if you're if you're good facing a ton of shots, then you're good. But if you're good facing minimal shots, then how good really are you? Yeah, yeah, so I just that didn't especially six million, whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, they just had some picks that really kind of blew my mind. I was like, just spend the money. Like, yeah, facts. I agree because they have to be looking at this roster now, saying, "Well, we didn't spend money, and now we're four seven and one." And here's and here's another thing: Why wouldn't they take notes from what Vegas did? Well, they kind of did do what Vegas did, but except. Vegas got lucky and we were able to take a lot of young guys and it worked yeah, out. That's true. They uh, Seattle didn't really have those options. They they like true. they took a couple young guys and got rid of them right away because they weren't working. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's valid. That's so valid. they just I don't know they didn't get the same start that or like the same pool that Vegas got. Vegas was lucky. They yeah they were I I'm gonna be honest they like they, got they did really, get a good pull they got really lucky that it also turned around for them like those mm-hmm. guys like the amount of guys they had that completely turned their careers around in Vegas yeah right yeah that's why that will never happen again because they had an entire roster of guys like you had guys like Carlson he was the biggest one like yes like oh I my said, gosh go from a fourth liner to a first liner. yes I, and now yeah. he's actually sustained that not, yeah not, it's not know, just like a one season not 75 points good but he's still mm-hmm. putting up like second line numbers every year right Shea Theodore they got lucky that the Ducks didn't protect a top end defensive prospect yeah right which they I think they're in a bit of a tough spot with that but yeah like Seattle just didn't have that to pick from. However, Seattle had a lot of veteran high-end talent, like we right. just talked about. And right, exactly. So I, th- I think if, honestly, if they would have spent the money on those players, a.k.a. Carey Price, Tarasenko, it would have been a different story. I I mean, not like a not like a top 10 different no. story, but a, well, a, a competitive team different story. Because that's what everyone's talked about, is Seattle cannot score. Yeah. And I, and I've and I'm gonna be honest with you. I've watched their games and they can't score. They, I mean, I watched them play for the Flyers. They're like that first game, and I, I don't know what was up with that. You know what I mean? Um, I think they were they had their moments where like they would, for a, a period of time, like they would be totally like on top of the team, on top of the Flyers, like just going at them, and then they'd like jump back for a little bit and not be as aggressive. And they weren't consistent in a way. I yeah. Feel like. Well, um, here here is Sportsnet's top ten players left unprotected. All right, let's hear it. Carey Price, he's thirty three with five years left at ten point five. I get that's a lot of time for his age at yeah. that price. So I guess makes a bit more sense. Landeskog doesn't count because he was a free agent. He was basically protected. Yeah. Tarasenko, twenty nine, two years left at seven and a half. I would have just. I would have taken Tarasenko in a heartbeat. That's what you build around. You build yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Just do get the five. Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johansson. Yeah. Definitely oh, Johansson, would not have bad. taken that. No, forget that. that I mean, he, but he, I feel like he's still a good player, though. Just they fumbled the bag with the lightning. I can't even remember yeah. who they picked. Did they take Yanni Gordon? 
No. No. Did they? No, they didn't. Who'd they take? I don't know. Let me see. Hold because on. they could have had Alex Kalorn. Which, to me, Alex Kalorn was like the no-questions-asked pick. All right, let's see. Like, you could have had a... So... They, they had... Okay, they could have picked Yanni Gord, Andre Palat, Alex Kalorn, Here. Tyler Johnson, Matthew Joseph, Ross Colton. Like... So, who were you asking that they, if they took? Yanni Gord. Who'd they take? Yeah, they took Yanni yeah. Gord. Okay, you take a third-line center in Yanni Gord. Mm-hmm. You could have had Andre Palat or Alex Kalorn. They're hey, both first-liners. Yanni Gord's wearing the A, buddy. You better watch out. Yeah, he can come at me. <laughs> I would re- I would take Andre Palat or Alex Kalorn over Yanni Gord any day of the week. I, like, I don't know, man. Again, you could, you could have had a first-line forward. You didn't take it. They did take Jared McCann from the Penguins. They did, yes, and honestly, that was a good pick. I I, I like McCann. I think he was a. Yeah. I think he's a great player. So I mean, that's a good pick. Um, but oh, wait, wait, was he from? The, no, he was. No, he was from the Leafs. They picked him from the Leafs because the Penguins traded. Right, so they didn't have but to, but still, regardless of where yeah, he came from, good, he's a great good player. Pick, good yeah, pick. yeah. Max Domi from Columbus. I'm. I agree. They shouldn't have taken him. You he's, think he's making five point three? He has. He struggled to perform. Hmm. Uh, Jake Bean got traded, so they didn't have to deal with him. Uh, Dylan DeMello? That's not that interesting to me. Yeah. That doesn't interest me at all. He's 28, making three mil. That's, eh. Yeah. Mark Giordano, I didn't love that. His, I don't know. I just don't think he's that good, to be honest. Yeah. Like, they, I don't know. That, that one's a bit weird. Like, JVR was available, so there's something to, like, mm-hmm. Nino Niederreiter. But Giordano's a captain, buddy. So. Jonathan Quick was available. Granted, I'm glad they didn't take him. He needs to retire in L.A. But Yeah, it's Quick's kind of... He guess, wouldn't have been a smart pick. I guess the big one to me is Tarasenko. You could have had a top-end goal scorer. Seven yeah. and a half for two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's not that dangerous because, one, it's seven and a half on one player. You're not spending money anywhere else. Mm. And then those two years go by... And it's up to him. He decides in that contract. If he doesn't perform, you either don't re-sign him or you sign him for cheaper. And if he really performs, then great. You get first dibs at a very high-end goal score. Right, yeah. Oh, man, a lot to talk about. I think it's about time we wrap it up. We extended it a little bit, but it's fine. We're first episode back. Um, Next episode or second next episode, I guess we can say. We'll do a breakdown of Seattle. Really talk about break down a lot of teams. We'll, we'll, we did a lot we'll, of that today. But. We did. We'll we'll do we'll do it more in depth. Um, we'll we'll talk about some teams that we didn't cover today. I think, and I think it'll be good. Um, I definitely want to cover Seattle. I think it's interesting to always talk about the new teams and well, the and it sucks that they have to get compared to Vegas. It's not fair. It isn't fair. So we we'll we'll try not to be biased on that because I mean it's not that fair. Um, I love I I can't say I love my Knights anymore because I don't really like the decisions they've been making. But is what can what you it do? Is. It is what it is. It's a business. It at the end of the day, it is a business. So we gotta think about that. Very, very well, see the loyalty anymore. Yeah. Um I think that wraps it up. I'm glad to be back at Friday Night Hockey, season two. We are gonna keep going, make things bigger and better. As you can see, we have video now, so hopefully we get a little get a little YouTube action on it while um still guys, doing our pods. Yes, you see me pick my nose the entire podcast. Yeah, facts. Hopefully I don't fidget that much. Hopefully big people don't mind that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Andrew, do you have anything more to say? 
Go Avs. We're going to turn it around. We're winning the cup this year. All right. All right. And Jonathan Quick's winning the Vezna I'm, on our revenge tour. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about serious comments. <laughs> all right um thank you guys for so much for watching i'm watching oh uh, yeah i guess watching right watching, watching listening, listening observing observing um that's about it um we're just gonna keep keep grinding keep posting and we're gonna we're gonna be spinning chicklets part two or the better than them who knows all right we're gonna wrap it up see you guys next week peace